Welcome to Player One Onsen. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Tom, and you're here with Dem, Nathan, and Jacob. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. everyone. <laughs> we are cacophony of souls. Today, here on Player One, we have a lot to talk about. E3 has just started, and it is a very exciting time for video game news. And for all video game related stuff, especially around our show, you can check us out at, at Player One Onsen. Uh, for play one sin sorry at twitter instagram play one on youtube and play one on omni apple podcast google podcast and spotify coming up we have a little bit of discussion about what's happened so far at e3 what we love uh to talk about like devolve uh, digital uh, <laughs> you gotta get the, that ranging when you like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> getting the goofies out <laughs> fully wigged him out, guys. Uh, <laughs> we also have a special interview coming up that ooh, make sure you stay tuned for that as well. Coming up right now is a song, and it is called Todd Howard Tells Me Lies. It's a remix of Todd Howard. And also after that is Cops and Clan by Jay Lang. That's part of Sin's Sweet 16. You can check that playlist out on Sin.org and on Spotify. You're listening to Player One on sin welcome back to player one on sin you just heard cops and clan by geelong part of our sweet 16 check that out every week at sin.org.au now you're joined by some wonderful wonderful people they are tom nathan and dem and guys we're going to jump straight into the rapid fire uh we don't really have any releases this week because e3 week it becomes very hard to keep this up to date so i'm just going to jump into our rapid fire news first up netflix has revealed a first look at the new Splinter Cell series for all four people that are excited about that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has received PS5 and Xbox Series X updates. Ooh. Uh, Xbox is officially uh, working on new hardware. Already? Ooh. I mean, they just came out with the um, p- the Xbox uh, Series, series X. X. It's actually yes. to stream the new Xbox Game Pass and the Xbox uh, game platform to any display that you can. So it's it's like oh. Google... Uh, it's like Google... It's like Chromecast. It's like, it's like... Or is it like Google Stadia? Please not be like it's Google Stadia. Stadia. What is? Like, it, it's a lot... It's currently a lot more successful than Google Stadia. Yeah. Of course it is. It's run by someone other than Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on. <laughs> uh, so Death Stranding, a director's Death Stranding cut is coming to the PlayStation 5 if you haven't had the chance. Please check out the trailer to that. Uh, it is just a shot at uh, Metal Gear and Snake. That's funny. Uh, Elden Ring has been announced for January 2022. Roblox is being sued for $200 million by the oh National Music Publishers Association, who have claimed that they have been allowing uh, the use of unlicensed songs, which is about correct. Um, in, in game. Oh, very much so. Uh, I've got Ooh. kids around my house that uh, play it all the time, and I've heard so many songs that don't belong to Roblox. Um, Yikes. So moving on from that, though, happier news, Halo Infinite has teased the return of the chopper. Ooh. Get to the chopper. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, Battlefield 2042 has been announced for October 22nd. The data that was stolen uh, from Cyberpunk 2077 has leaked. It includes videos of pre-release glitches. And Tom, you were telling me that this was a dev uh, filmed glitch? Yeah, and uh, they're pretty bad. They're, the glitches, you know, they reflect the cyberpunk gameplay, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good thing. Uh, moving on from that. And again, it's very different. Uh, well, actually, kind of. The glitches kind of make it look similar. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is coming oh. to consoles with extra oh. content. And genuine question, how does Doki Doki work now? Because Doki Doki's whole thing was it was meant to be a surprise. Yeah, and I suppose it must just be changed for console because the whole idea was that you're playing the game, but the game knows you're playing it. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm like, I heard people spoiler. discussing around that <laughs> the devs always wanted to include extra content with the uh, characters having more mingling rather than the player. And so that's probably what will be. It'll be the, the girls having some chats amongst themselves. Okay, that's not too bad. That'd be then. nice. Uh, and moving on to that, something very different. Uh, a first proper look at Netflix's Cuphead series with Wayne Brady as King Dice has been oh released. I'm not sure about him as King, uh, King Dice, but eh, it's all right. Um, Interesting. So is it, I haven't actually seen this. Is it like a 19, 1930s, 40s Disney cartoons kind of style? It's emulating that, but it's also not. It's trying oh. to be that while also being able to release for weekly. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, but moving on from that, and something's weird, I think. The first official WitcherCon is happening in July. That's going to be a nightmare. As in Witcher, as in like the game, The Witcher, and the yep, show, as in The Witcher. Coin to them. Um, that's good. They're going to need it. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like, should we really be having cons right now with the state yeah, of the a, world? That's a completely. Oh, that's a very valid question. Why? Where are they planning on? Are they planning on having this somewhere? Are they planning on having it online? Pretty sure it's in the US. Uh, I believe Ah. it's got a. I could be wrong on this. I believe it has a location in the US that I do not know off the top of my head. Um, Moving on from that, though, Fallout seventy six's battle royale mode is going away. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, how could they do this? I never saw it coming. How could this be the way it was meant to be? (laughs) Don't cry, everyone. Um, In fact, don't cry because Metal Slug is back with a tactics game. Uh, Those who are into indie games and just want to try something, uh, this week Xbox will have more than 40 indie game demos to try out. It's definitely something to have a look at there. Uh, 2B from Near Automata is in Fall Guys. Among Us Ooh. is getting a pretty big update. And yeah. last but not least, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is coming later this year for those who are into that kind of game. Uh, so that's a oh, lot That is exciting, yeah. especially with the Fall Guys. So you know, stuff. Fall Guys is known for its wacky physics. And you just heard Dog Shot by Skydeck, a sweet 16 track with some good vibes to it. Uh, and Wes Anderson by Alex Leahy, another fantastic tune. And we're back here. We are Player One on Sin. My name is Dem. I'm here with Jacob, Tom, and Nathan. And my gosh, guys, it's been E3. Let's have a chat. Who's got something they want to say about E3? I don't like it so far. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's been a bit um it's been a bit um what's the word? Boring. Boring, yes. Um, I feel like you I'm know, being just sold products instead of sold products. Um... <laughs> yeah, because like I don't know about you guys, but the one I, I watched the Wholesome Games Direct because I didn't get to see it last year and I was interested, and it was fun. And then I realized it was going to be an hour and a half of ads. And like to be fair, I learned a lot about the games that were to come, but I also wanted to learn more about my hosts. And my hosts were were just plugging. I mean, it was a good cause they were plugging. To be fair, but it was also like they would come in every few minutes to plug the the cause, and then and then rumble on with whatever the next ads would be. And it was just like, oh, I thought this was going to be a bit more. I don't know. Talk to a dev. I don't know. Play the game, perhaps on on screen. <laughs> Something. You had too little dev. I would say I had too much dev. I was watching the Ubisoft and IGN conferences and, oh, <laughs> the devs had terrible, not the devs, this, the uh, actors and no fault of their own. But they had terrible, terrible scripts and they had to follow these and they were just bad. They were so, so bad that people were turning away and actually clicking off oh, during no. it because they came Ugh. back. Which is a shame because they don't deserve that. But look, I mean, it's advertisement, advertisement, advertisement this year, and it's almost like I and know it... E3 is an advertisement, but I just want to be advertised video games. I, I mean... loved the Ubisoft one. I'll be honest, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it because I mean, I'm a bit of a, a Rainbow Six fan. I own a team that's currently playing, and I also, that's my favorite, like the esport that I got into. Rainbow Six just got announced its first spin off. Uh, series game called Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, so they, there was a lot of gameplay around that, a lot of teasers for that. But also, I loved some stuff. Uh, Jacob, our producer, told us to make sure to check out this stuff. And he mentioned that there was an avatar 
game. And I'm like, oh, I love The Last Airbender. No. Yeah, actually, right. I the same that, thing. I it the was same not thing. that. That would have made sense. That. Yeah, it was not that. It was for the film. And um, I, <laughs> I think one thing I really love always about Ubisoft is their uh, Raymond Rabbits, Raven Rabbits series and how it's mixed now with Mario. So Mario's just left Sonic behind and they've gone with the better uh like <laughs> company spin-off and also uh Raymond Raymond Rabbits is also just left behind um Rayman. Yeah like <laughs> Yeah totally I remember when that game came out on the Wii and it was literally just Rayman in, in their domain and now they're oh. like oh my god that uh that that uh Raven Rabbids and Mario trailer that dropped as well. I mean <laughs> the Loomis oh the interesting game. The cost mm. of a game is actually good. And yeah, yeah. this one does look promising as well. I will add. So. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I've been wanting to try it out for a while, but I've just not given myself a chance to because I've been trying to, to get around everything. Mm. It's It's been a weird one because, like, there's been so much kind of hinted at and announced. And I will say that probably one of the biggest things that I saw that caught my eyes, and we'll talk. I'll talk about it a little bit later on, but uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Oh, I'm not a Metal Slug fan, but my God, when you make a pretty game that does the XCOM that isn't dark and gritty and terrifyingly dark, it, dark. it, 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 it dark? makes me happy. <laughs> oh, it was very bright, had very fun oh, so looking nice. characters. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Like, the other thing I noticed was there was lots of trends, especially in the wholesome games section. There was a lot of games. There was a lot of games about postal services and people delivering mail. There were lots about cats, lots about puppies. It was very, it was very wholesome, you might say. But it was also nice to see they were getting, you know, a bit of airtime because when I used to actually tune into E3, it used to be like the new shooting game, the new sexy game, the new <laughs> boy game, and it's like, oh yeah, cool. So what about everybody who doesn't tune into that vibe? So There's about I, I, there. I will disappoint you a little bit here, Dem, but. The shooty game did not leave. The shooty games were very much oh, no. in droves. Um, yes, but they, they're giving space to everybody else now, which is nice. Yeah. I enjoy that. With the <laughs> exception nice of, to... I think, Rainbow Six, a lot of shooting games kind of blended into each other very quickly. I mean, I feel like that's why I sort of don't tune into some of the bigger ones. This is a personal vibe. But, like, ever since I started watching it, the Ubisoft one has always, the Ubisoft Direct kind of vibe has always irritated me because it's always one of the same like four or five games it's always a far cry it's always a is assassin's creed in that group i think so um i <laughs> can't remember i haven't played it in so long it's always it's always that kind of like one of those will be announced and it's at a point where i'm like yeah i don't need to watch the same press conference from the last two years with some palette swaps yeah and that sounds really negative i know but it's how i feel the nice watching a chicken on a skateboard sometimes. That's where I'm at. <laughs> on a last point before we go into our next song, I will say as well, uh, do support anyone who's trying to co-stream um, this year's E3 because E3 has been very, very consumer unfriendly and has threatened to uh, DMCA a lot of people uh, who aren't in their approval list. So support your local YouTuber, streamer, Twitcher, Twitcher, yep, that's what they're calling. I'm calling them now. Uh, I'm just going to go away from this train wreck right now. Instead, we're going to go to Eggman uh, by Paul Shortino, part uh, of the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack here on Player One on Sin. That was Chivalry is Not Dead by Hiatus Coyote from the Sweet 16 playlist. You're listening to Player One on Sin. I'm Nathan. And I'm here with Dem, Tom, and Jacob. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. everyone. <laughs> uh, I, I love how we just keep on doing that joke. Nothing is yeah. not consistent. <laughs> like RuPaul's Drag Race is like, blah, blah. I hardly blah, blah. It's like, guys, <laughs> heard I know the joke is now that we tell the joke too much. <laughs> does that make it a joke still? If you, if you tell a joke in the woods, is it still a joke? Well, something that didn't happen in the woods was the Summer Games Fest. Uh, Jeff Keighley's little uh, finger in the pie of E3, he had to put it here just to try and exist around this week for some reason. Uh, so go, Jeff Keighley. But there was some cool stuff uh, announced in the last couple of days 
and we thought we would quickly discuss some of the stuff we liked. And as an idea, there were about 23 pretty much brand new games announced here. So, ooh, there's some fun. Dem, have you got one that stood out to you as fun, bit of fun? <laughs> oh, that's the smile. He's trying to think of which one is her favorite. Tom, <laughs> I didn't want to... <laughs> well, I know it is. It's a little secret of mine that in my spare time, I like to play Dungeons and Dragons. And it's a, it's a little secret. Don't tell anyone. Okay, don't. Please, please. I don't want people to know I'm a nerd. I also really love to play Borderlands uh, 2 and 3, especially. And Gearbox just, they, they, they did this for me, I bet. They released, they announced the existence of Tiny Tina's Wonderland, a Dungeons and Dragons inspired spin-off game uh, based off of Tiny Tina's Bunkers and Badasses DLC for Borderlands 2. And I'm just, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Borderlands is one of my favorite game series of all time (laughs) i honestly can't wait but that's something i did wait for like i spent actual time waiting for was the elden ring trailer i'm sure a lot of people who have been following along with elden rings development have been like me in the dark just waiting ever so patiently it paid off i wasn't (laughs) a fool i waited that, it paid that off. Patience is golden. <laughs> if you're like me and you're an absolute uh, recluse when it comes to new games that aren't ones you already enjoy, um, this whole week would have been a radar jumper, like the kind of thing where you go, my radar just increased by 3,000. What do I do? <laughs> um, and so you feel bombarded by trailers and such. But I have seen so many games that I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm also like, what? So like... So um, one of the ones I'm interested in is Two Point Campus, which is kind of like Two Point Hospital where you're building up a school campus instead of a hospital. Yeah, because I'm interested in tycoon games. Tycoon games are fun. It it struck me because they did did a, like, um, almost a night kind of wizardy, kind of themey type of thing for the university. And I realised two things while watching that. One... Night school sounds cool nowadays. And two, mm. American University seems so much more fun than Australian University. Mm, mountains and mountains of death. Yummy, yummy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minus that bit. Minus that bit. Uh, but, of course, no, it, it, it did look really good. And the two-point hospital game uh, obviously has quite a good following, is quite liked, actually. Well, it's what I've heard. Um, but one game that caught me was... Uh, a little game called Planet Lana. It seemingly is um, very similar to games like Inside, um, you know, where you've got a character just running across a little area. But the thing that caught me was the visuals because it is completely hand-painted. And my God, oh, mm. it it's is amazing, a, right? It is a pretty boy. It is very, very pretty. Uh, it's also super, super impressive. Um, I like even just looking at screenshots of it and I, I genuinely suggest if you haven't check out the trailer for it because my lordy boy is good. He's good looking. <laughs> um, yeah. Can, can I talk about the, the new update to Among Us? I, sure. I, I love Among Us. So I, I hope the update is good and I hope it kind of breathes some new life into the game after well, it's kind of died. Roles, it should because there's a sheriff and a scientist role. Uh, that well, the sheriff role is kind of from a mod, actually. There's a sheriff role in a mod, actually. Oh. That's kind of fun. Fair enough. We like it when uh, devs love mods. We hope mm. that people will get paid for the work they did on the mods, though. Mm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. I'm so from what, I, from what I know of the sheriff mod, it's basically you have to try and get... You have to try and kill the imposter. Ah. Like, oh, so it's like it's like actual werewolf. Like only the sheriff can get the Ah yes, No, yes. You, you you can still vote them out, oh, but yeah, the yeah. sheriff can, you know, press Shoot the kill button and kill them. Night. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is but like if werewolf. They, but if they if they shoot the um if they shoot a crew member, they also die. Yikes. God, Yikes. it's like really not something you can mess around with. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Whoa. Go. 
Oh, sorry. I was going to change the topic. Uh, the game I was going to talk about uh, is a game called Lake. It's really pretty. It's about this uh, woman in 1986 who gives up her life in the big city to become a post lady in a little country town. Um, and it came up on the Wholesome wholesome Games Direct, and I was like, what? Oh, my God. It's a mailman simulator? What? <laughs> it looks so cool. And I was like, I kind of want to get it. I kind of want to get it. I kind of want to get it. Because, um, you know, why would I not want to be a 1980s male person? That's fantastic. So you get to the mail truck. You get to drive. You get to do the mail mailing of the mails. You get to you get to meet people. It's always oh, good. I would recommend. Like there are so many good male male themed games coming out, and we love it. But saying that, we should jump straight on into our next song, Metal Slug Main Theme. You're listening to Player One on Thin. And you just heard Sun and Moon and Stars by Anita Lester from our Sweet 16 playlist here on Sin. And before that, Metal Slug Main Theme. Player One on Sin, you're listening to... Yes, I said that sentence backwards, and that's just all part of the vibe because so much stuff has hit the airwaves this week with E3. We just just can't get my head straight. My name is Dem. I'm here with Tom, Nathan, and Jacob. Tom, you had some lovely stuff oh, to talk about. I did. On the I Devolver did. Digital talk. Devolver Digital is such a great uh, producer. I love the, always love the content that's coming out of them. We get a lot of indie stuff that makes me smile, especially when the indie stuff is heavily inspired by the greatest video game series of all time, uh, obviously known as Doom. And <laughs> Doom Eternal released recently, and now at E3, Devolver shows off Shadow Warrior 3, which has a lot of that run-and-gun style, uh, high-octane energy, shoot, run, kill, a lot of good vibes. And I just, I, I, I always want to get around it. Doom, Wolfenstein, now Shadow Warrior 3, super excited. But maybe, maybe not blasting evil things in the face with a shotgun is your thing. I am super excited for this uh, Brisbane-developed game that we're going to be seeing called Phantom Abyss which Ooh. is a pseudo-multiplayer racing uh, parkour game that has uh, a grapple hook, which is also in the greatest video game series of all time, Doom Eternal. You know, so keep that in mind. Yeah, Jacob, you have a great smile on your face right now. Yes, so I... I, I okay, they were talking about Phantom, uh, Phantom Abyss before, uh, during the Summer Games Fest, and they showed a little bit more of it, and... Oh, oh, this looks really, really interesting. This looks fascinating. The idea of it, pretty simple. Uh, imagine you're Indiana Jones and you're chasing a bunch of ghosts. Uh, it sounds very strange, but you're trying to get to the end of your temple, but everyone else is trying to get to the end of that same temple. Only one person can beat the temple. Only one. After that, the temple is closed permanently forever. And if you watch the trailer, the traps and little tricks and little bits and bobs make this game look really really fun to me this is almost a capture the flag battle royale with indiana jones um inspired temples and to me nothing else sounds cooler than indiana jones inspired battle royale temples um but genuinely like looking at it it, it just screams good and i will say as well next week next monday this does go on steam early access definitely check that out uh but there was another game that caught my eye, another game with a wonderfully fun name. Uh, it is Wizard with a Gun, a game Wizard that with a gun. seemingly, to me at least, screamed um, Don't Starve. It screamed Don't mm-hmm. Starve. Now, for those who haven't played Don't Starve, it is a great game. Um, but this seems like Don't Starve, but with, with, with wizards and magic and... So definitely get excited for that. Nathan, you had a little bit more. He says, what, what does that mean? The spice. The sounds of wizards. The sounds of wizards. I enjoy um, to that. Me, to me, it kind of looked like a PvP game, but I can't really. Ooh. Maybe I might be wrong. Wizard like, battles. Wizard battles. So that's kind of why I was interested. But... um. Yeah, I got massive, uh, massive, uh, really dark dungeon crawlery vibes. You know, like the like the darkest of dungeons and all that. Yeah, kind of and stuff. you can kind of make your own, um, 
your own like bullets and stuff, but it looks really good. It looks so good. And um, I've, I'm also interested in two other games that, that are on there. Uh, Trek to Yomi, which is you play as like this samurai and it's kind of um, uh, like a monochromatic cinematic title. And you're just this lone samurai fighting all these people. And also Inscription, which looks really cool. It looks like a puzzle game, but there's also like, um, it's kind of reminiscent of Hand of Fate and there's cards as well. But yeah, there's also like escape room style puzzles and some VHS footage. It, it looks interesting. It looks very interesting. It's by the makers of Pony Island, if anyone knows what game that is. Fair, fair. Well, we are unfortunately going to have to move on a little bit here. We could talk about Devolver Digital all day long. And, you know, I'm going to take you to a song from another Devolver Digital game. This is You Will Never Know by Bill Kiley from Katana Zero. Here on Player One on Sin with Jacob, Nathan, Dem and Tom. This is Top of the Hour on Sin. You're listening to Player One. You're here with me, your host, Tom and Jacob, Dem, and Nathan. You can find more of our Player One content at Player One Sin on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> you can find more of our Player One content on at Player One Sin on Twitter, Instagram, Player One on YouTube, and Player One on Omni, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Coming up, we have Dem's special quiz, followed by a little interview that's coming up. Jacob has something he wants to share about a little special song. Well, yes. Uh, thank you, uh, Tom. Maybe go get a strepsil. Um, <laughs> so the next song we have coming up is called Mr. Self-Destruct by Nine Inch Nails. And for anyone who knows who Nine Inch Nails are, they're not usually our kind of music. So I just want to say ahead of time, it is a thank you and a bit of a heads up to um, Mosh Pit on Sin, who we actually kind of took the quiz idea from. I just wanted to give them the proper, um, I guess, mention, because it's just their format. I was on there last year um, and just took it from them because they're not using it anymore. So please do check them out. That is Mosh Pit on Sin. They are every Thursday at 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. And keep your eye out for the Great Metal Standoff, a podcast off the side of that where this song actually appears. So this is Mr. Self-Destruct by Nine Inch Nails, here on Player One on Sin. Sin. And welcome back to Player One. <laughs> you just heard Blue Eyes Red by David M. Weston from our Sweet Sixteen playlist. Wow, you should check it out. Spotify, all the places to find it. Playlist from Sin, uh, and before that, Mr. Self-Destruct by Nine Inch Nails. My name is Dem. I am here with Jacob, Tom, and Nathan, and we have a quiz. Oh. I am now going to deliver. Are you guys excited? Yes. I, you know what? I'm, I am. I'm very confident. Very confident. I'm, very mm. confident? Very I've made confident. it really, really hard. Um, Ooh, well, what are the rules, just for anyone who's joining in? Uh, well, I have some questions. You're going to answer them. That's uh... <laughs> And if we say our name first when here in the quiz, that means that we get a chance to answer those questions. And let's say we get it right. We get a point. And hypothetically speaking, if we win next week, we get to ask the questions. Indeed. I have a feeling Ooh. I'll never be the one asking the questions. Oh, my goodness. No, Nathan, you've got to have faith in you've yourself. Got this, I believe it's in reverse you. psychology, I reckon. Let's dive into it. He's hustling us. Psyops. He's, he's putting us off guard. Uh, so everybody test your buzzer for me just quickly. Uh, Nathan. Jacob. I can hear Tom. Tom, could you go again? Sorry. Tom. Oh, yeah. Nice. It blends together into a nice, uh, nice. I think I realized why I was going first last week so much. I have a higher pitch voice than all of you. Yeah. <laughs> I should go bassier. Okay. High yeah, pitch. yeah. Try and try and make it a bit, you know, like oh, what was that? Mm, oh, so treblier. Yeah, let's give it some funk, some fresh. Yeah, yeah. queen. All right. While you guys work that out, I'll uh, start on your first question. Uh, this is a long one, so you pay attention. All right. Uh, there are four 
potential answers to this question. And I'll, it's a multiple choice. Okay. The Wholesome Games Direct features many fun and interesting concepts incoming in the next year and, and, and the next the next next year. Yeah. Uh, which of these is not one of those games? Uh, paparazzi, where you take pictures of dogs. Latte Days, a narrative adventure where a small fox assembles coffees for their cafe. Unpacking, a game where you take items out of boxes and unpack them into houses. Uh, and a little to the left, an organisational game about adjusting things to be slightly evener. Um, Jacob. Jacob. Was it number D? No. Nathan, you were next. Uh, I was... Okay, I'm going to say... Was it number C? No. Number three? No. Okay. Tom. Now, tactical advantage. Two of the answers are wrong. There's only four possible answers. I have two left. Okay, 50-50. Foxes don't drink lattes. Everyone knows they are into uh, cold brew. So that, that's the wrong answer. Yes. <laughs> that logic really? is so off, though. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Tom gets a point. I hope you're writing it down because I have put my paper away. Uh, indeed, paparazzi is, in fact, a game where you can take pictures of dogs. Unpacking is a game where you can take items out of boxes and unpack them into houses and learn people about learn about people. And then a little to the left is also a game where you organise things. It's fantastic. They're all vibey. Uh, Latte Days is a fake game that I made up based on a game called uh, Teacup, I believe, um, which is a gorgeous game about a small frog lady looking around for tea for a tea party. Check oh. out the Wholesome Games Direct for more. Um, so one point to Tom. Question two. This one should be a bit evener for all of you, but make sure I finish the question before you buzz your buzzers. Because I know that you guys will want to jump in. And I have four questions, four answers potential for this one. Okay, the three E's of E3 stand for Elevated Electronics Expo, Electronic Entertainment Expo, Electronics Entertainment Expo, or Entertainment and Electronics Expo. Uh, Nathan. Nathan. It's Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yes. Yes. Tried to model the brains there slightly. It didn't work. (laughs) Congratulations, you get a point. Yeah. (laughs) This one will completely throw you all for a loop, I think. I love it how Tom's like raving in the background. It's a good vibe. You've got to rave. You've got to dance. Got to get your mind into the game and the game into your mind. I like just like walking the light and then like changing. Indeed. Uh, Question three. E3 in 1999 featured which big name performer? David Bowie. Sure. Britney Spears or Will Smith? Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> uh, given the year, I'm going to say it can't be Cher. Uh, it's probably not David Bowie. It is either Will Smith or Britney Spears. Uh, I'm going to go with Will Smith. He feels like he appeals to gamers more. Incorrect. Uh, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, yes. I'm going to say Britney Spears. Incorrect. Tom. Uh, yes, Tom. David Bowie. Yes, he's correct. There are no recordings of it anywhere. It's huge. I love it. He uh, he did a... Apparently in the same year, EA got uh, some WCW wrestlers in to do a showcase, which was also very interesting. (laughs) E3 was wild at one point. I want that E3 back. That's huge, right? Um, Okay, question four. Um, I hope you guys are tallying your own points, because I am not. Uh, I have a retro question for yous. Uh, how many hearts can Link have to represent his health in the original 1986 Legend of Zelda? Jacob? Jacob. Is it possibly... Ooh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I didn't actually uh, list the answers if you would like the answers listed. Yes, please. Uh, 20, 18, 16, 14. Okay, so my original answer was not on that. I'm going to go with 14. 14? Yes. Incorrect. Oh. Tom, I feel like I can't hear you over Nathan's That's fine. No, I said it after him. I've been waiting. I've been patient every single time. I'll go. Because the only reason I knew you'd said it is because your your thing... Just cut this bit, Jacob. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Nathan? Uh, 20. 
No, incorrect. Damn it. Cool. 16. Yes. Beautiful work, dear. Beautiful work. Thank you. Question, question the five. Have your celebrations while I read the next question. In the gen- uh, in Generation 1 Pokemon, you could store how many Pokemon in your PC? Was it 280, 240, 720, or, six, uh, or 960? Jacob. Jacob. Could you read the first two answers for me one more time? 280 or 240? 240. Yes. Yeah. Correct. No well basic done. math. Basic math. You have 30 Pokemon <laughs> per PC box, so it cannot possibly be 280. I'll be real. I just remembered the number. <laughs> I love that. It's a good vibe. Hope you're tallying your points because I am not. Keep that in mind. What year was the achievement system introduced by Microsoft at E3? Was it 2004, 2005, 2006, or 2007? Jacob. Jacob. Uh, is it 2007? No, it was not. Tom. Tom. 2006. No, it was not. Ah, uh, Nathan. Yes. Nathan? Or was it 2005? Yes, it was. Yeah. Well done. Claps. Claps all round. Oh. Congratulations. Oh, no. Okay. Moving right along to question seven. How many Pokemon are there currently as of 2021? Oh, holy shit. Uh, I'm going to make this harder and not read out the numbers. Oh, damn. <laughs> Jacob? Uh, this is annoying because Pokemon is my thing. I know the, the first number in the... I know the the hundreds it... that it's in. Okay, okay. So, I'm pretty sure... Now, this is going to test me. Gen 8 is either in 800 or 900. I'm going to go with 806. Wrong. <laughs> Who's up next? Okay, Tom, let's go. Yes. 902. No. Damn. No. Uh, Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Is there 898? Did you look that up? Because you took a really long time to say it. And you did admit last week that you looked it up. <laughs> yes, I did look it up. <laughs> oh, 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 can I have that point then? Can I have that uh, uh, Actually, I'm closer. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I need it. I am <laughs> I'm four behind. Disqualified. I'm cool. he, he loses uh, yeah. all his points. Oh, my God. And evenly so, distributes them among us. No, We've got, had a foul committed, <laughs> now we're having a war. How about we go with none of you got it right, because one of you cheated and the other two just didn't know it. <laughs> I, was I knew that it was, like, approximately 900. I was just like, there's no way any of them are going to get that specifically, so I had the I answers had listed. hundreds. <laughs> you did, you did. You were both, you were both close-ish. Nathan, I'm sorry, but man, don't cheat. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the disqualification. Uh, I'm pretty sure with like forms, it's like 900 and something, which is where I'm... Maybe. It'd have to be. I'm pretty sure it's like 912 with forms. Anyway, yep. Anyway, yes. Um, I don't know what it would be specifically. Um, question eight, moving right along from that one. Uh, there are more rock Pokemon than fire Pokemon. True or false? True. Jacob, true. False. Eh? Well, I guess that's it. Hey, hold on. <laughs> there are more fire Pokemon than rock Pokemon. Is that, does he get a point for that? No, nobody gets a point for that because you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you all fail. Oh. You have failed miserably. So how, how many points did we all get? Or There's I one got more two. Oh, one more, one more. There's one more question, don't worry, even though the last two are a bit of a flunk. (laughs) My quiz has turned into anarchy, I feel bad. Um, Question nine, which of these is not an international name for Bulbasaur? The first is Fushigidane, the second is Bulbizare, uh, and the third is Bisaflor. Nathan finished his name first. I'm going to say it was the first one. Incorrect. Jacob. Jacob? Uh, it is number B. Number B? Incorrect. Oh, no. Tom, it is the last one. 
<laughs> she's Bisa Floor. <laughs> Bisa Floor. <laughs> floor is the uh, German word for Venusaur. Ah, uh, damn it! Go. I knew I recognized it. Can I get a point count from all of yous? Doesn't matter. I have two. I won. Yes, uh, you yes. So Tom had four. I had two. Nathan had two. Tom, whoa, my man, relax. Finally. My week of fame shall come next week. Be prepared. Questions are going to be so hard. The audience will be sending uh, us messages on our socials. But they will also be listening right now to Jubilife City from Pokemon X and Y. Interesting. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. That's right, Player One on Sin. You just heard Solar Power by Lord part of our sweet 16 check that out every week at sin.org.au or you can check out the sunday sweets show every sunday and you may just hear your new favorite song i am jacob and i am joined by tom i am joined by dem and i am joined by nathan and guys e3 week this is the this is this this show will go up on monday and on wednesday uh, or thursday i'm not 100 percent sure off the top of my head i should know this uh it will be the nintendo direct for Ooh. e3 a 40 Ooh. minute direct Surely, surely we're getting something good. What do we think we're getting? Um, I I want to see the new Breath of the Wild. Oh my god! Actually, though, it has been what three years? No, two years. Four years. Four years since it was twenty nineteen. Oh, but twenty nineteen. I suppose I'm thinking about when the trailer went up. It's so it's so frustrating. We've had so many spin-offs, so many like new gamey bits, collaborations, changes, remakes, but like I don't uh, know, I'm uh, getting Skyward Sword I'm, vibes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw this idea out, all right? And I wanna bounce it around people. So obviously, right, Nintendo, I reckon they're gonna open with the Smash character and they're gonna finish with a Smash character. But yeah. I think the big announcement for this will be the game that releases at Christmas this year. Because This year, we don't have a Christmas game. We have Pokemon releasing on November 19th, but that's not the Christmas game. Yeah, true. I reckon, and this is admittedly somewhat wishful thinking, kind of just me kind of wanting it. I reckon Breath of the Wild will come at the end of this year. I think that'll be their big announcement. Breath of the Wild's coming earlier than we thought. Either that or we're getting Splatoon 3 earlier than we thought. Either that or Metroid Prime still exists. Metroid oh Prime God. still exists in my heart. Metro Prime. Does it? Does it exist in the same way that Pikmin Four does? Ah, Pikmin Four. Don't tease me, Jacob. But make- I, I, I think I would like to predict uh, about a little, little handheld console that I like to call the Switch Professional. And professional. Yeah, we'll get a full trailer. Mm. We'll see people outdoors, and I'll be like, "Wow, I'm holding the Joy Cons," and they'll be playing games, and they have the little, 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 little sour tasting uh, Switch like. Con, uh, switch juju bees, yeah, yummy, like yummy. The, what are they, the cartridge, uh, the cartridge, yeah, because they got the bitter flavor. And then they'll plug it into a 4K TV, and some guy will go, No, nah, it doesn't work on there. Boom, it works on there. We'll all have fun, we'll all shake hands. Whoa. Like, whoa, and then there'll be Bowser and Doug Bowser, they'll come, they'll shake hands. Probably that'll be a thing they do. Um, Reggie might be there. He might tell us about how he's going to go play uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf on his Nintendo 3DS. But, you know. Cute. He'll ask us where we're dropping Fortnite again. (laughs) I'm actually kind of hoping they do something fun, like what they did with the Muppets stuff a few years ago. Like, how fun would it be? And and the robot chicken stuff as well. I reckon there's good potential for something fun like that to happen. An entire presentation by Kirby. Just Kirby. Oh, my God. Imagine. And it would still include, like... All the new content, like Kirby would be like, okay, now it's Zelda's 35th birthday, 30th anniversary, whatever, and then it's up Zelda, uh, the link, and then they get into the presentation. Yeah, I feel like that's a good vibe. I would love if they just cut to like Sakurai's desk and there's just Kirby sitting there and he just goes, Poyo, and smash trailer. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such just deadpan. (laughs) Poyo! It'd be amazing. It would, it honestly would. And obviously, I think this is the one thing that we're promised here, you know, life, death, taxes, and there's going to be a Smash character at E3 in 2021. Um, who do we think? I I am 
Fingers crossed. I don't think we're getting it. Maybe Sonic's 30th anniversary. Are we getting Dr. Eggman finally? Another villain? Someone who should be in the game? See, I feel like the issue with Dr. Eggman is would you have him in his egg walker or would you have him as just a standalone guy or would you have him in his little, like, bobbly egg car thing? At, at this point, I would, I, I would be all right if he was rolling around like an egg, as long as he's <gasps> in the game. Just, a, just an egg I with a face on it. have exactly. heard... Thousands of hours of prediction about the Doom Slayer coming, and as much as that would bring a big old smile to my face, what I really want to see is Hollow Knight come mm. to Smash. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that, so that has a potential. Mm. Mm. I, I some think developers, maybe. I think I've already seen what, like, my kind of dream character in Smash, which is um, Steve, because I love Minecraft. But um, otherwise, oh, I don't know. It's hard to think of. It's very hard. Maybe, uh, maybe um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash is cool. the favorite. Crash, Crash is very really is much the favorite. The favorite but... I'm pretty much convinced Skull Kid's not coming now. That's where nah. I'm at. Not Skull coming. Kid was never gonna be in there. He's not. He's not a fighter man. He's a friendly man. He's not a friendly man. He's the villain of an entire game. He's a friendly man who has an angry mask. So did be Majora's you know mask on doesn't it. doesn't have an angry mask. <laughs> it's John Denver. So here's Take Me Home, Country Roads. <laughs> You're Denver. trying to cut me off with music. <laughs> what even was that? <laughs> Welcome to Player One. We have a very, very special interview tonight with an Australian indigenous developer very very special is phoebe watson uh who is well known for making quite a few games within um the australian sphere and just being awesome in it so phoebe for those who don't know you could you please introduce yourself hi thank you so much for having me guys um my name is phoebe and i am a indigenous uh, game designer and i come from um, the Yarragundish clan from the Ma Nation down in southwest Victoria, which is located kind of around Melbourne. Uh, sorry, around Warrnambool, but um, I'm currently living in Melbourne at the moment. Fair, fair. Um, of course, thank you for coming on. It's, uh, it's an honour to have you on. Um, so I guess we'll just jump straight into the questions. And Zach, do you want to take away the start? I will. And for going to the start, we will go back to the very start. What got you into video games in the first place? Ah, the very start. I love it. Um, Birth begins at video games. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I kind of fell into video games when my dad got um, the PlayStation 2 Slim. Um, that was kind of my first introduction into video games and having like my own kind of control over them. And then it wasn't long before he bought mine over Christmas without asking my mum because my parents were separated. And I remember coming home with this PlayStation and two games. And one of them was uh, Gran Turismo. I don't remember which one. And the other was Ratchet and Clank. And I specifically remember my mum taking Ratchet and Clank. It was up your arsenal and putting it on the top shelf where I couldn't touch it because it had shooting in it. And I specifically remember having to convince my mom that this game was okay to play because she was very concerned about the shooting aspect. I was like, no, it's fine. It's like aliens. It's not people. Like it's, it's fine. It's fine. And then eventually she, she gave in. I, I can't imagine how she would have thought of, Grand Theft Auto or something like that then. <laughs> no, I yeah, it was it was very early days. Um and yeah, she didn't have very much um, you know, access or interesting games. So she'd obviously heard a lot of those things where parents were like, Oh, shooting games, bad for kids, you know, violence, blah blah blah. But I had to work her down mm. and explain to her. So what is your favorite game? Yeah, my I think to pick a favourite game, it's difficult because I obviously I enjoy a lot of games, as a lot of people do, but I'm just going to go off the game that I've clocked the most hours in and I can 100% hands down say that was um, Skyrim on Xbox 360, Elder Scrolls. So that I think I, I spent so, way too many hours doing all of the side quests, buying all of the houses and yeah, I love it. Didn't we all, <laughs> honestly? Um, but I figure we'll jump straight into, I guess, the big question here. What? made you decide to follow game hmm, development? Yeah, so game development for me wasn't particularly a um, career interest that I had 
from the beginning. It's something that I kind of fell into. So when I was going through high school, you know, I, I initially wanted to be a zoologist because my mum has um, done a lot of work with animals and I used to go bandicoot trapping with her out in the bush and I really enjoyed that. And then I kind of went through like a typical emo teen phase and I really got into like forensic science and like all of those like CSI TV shows. Like, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to catch like serial killers and murderers. Um, but then that kind of started moving into like self-expression through art. So a lot of my year 12 subjects were really focused around art um, and design. And when I left high school, I actually thought that I was going to be doing fine art. So I, I had applied to um, universities for fine arts courses in uh, Melbourne Uni and RMIT. And it wasn't really until I started looking at the course guide and what was being offered and I saw RMIT had uh, the games design course. And I was like, I, I, this, I literally thought, I like games. Maybe I could make them. That kind of sounds fun. Maybe I could do art for them. Um, so I ended up applying. Um, I did their prerequisite tasks and ended up getting um, a few interviews for the course. And that's when I knew that I really, really loved it. So that's kind of how it came about. And the song you just heard was Love Songs Ain't For Us by Amy Shark. I have been tasked with the special gift of wrapping this up. See what I did there? Gift? Wrap it up? I love wrapping presents. And I think something that is present is the lovely show that we had today. We got to talk about E3, about video game news. We also got to talk a little bit about our socials, which are at Player One uh, Sin on Instagram and Twitter, just like our YouTube, which is Player One, and our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, which is all also called Player One. It's been it's been a great show. Uh, does anyone have any last words before I wrap them up too and put them in a little? <laughs> I'm 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 gonna jump in. I'm gonna put my hand up. Mm. I'm gonna say that two things. One, the song we heard before, uh, Amy Shark, was Cyan Wood City by Mewmore. Uh, so definitely check that out if you liked it. And of course, if you wanted to check out the full interview with um, Phoebe Watson, please please go to our socials. And have a listen because it's pretty good. It's quite nice to speaking to an Australian Indigenous um, developer about developing in Australia. Definitely check that out. Dem, did you have anything to say? Yeah, I just wanted to keep talking about Majora's Mask before you cut me off. Before, All right, Nathan, um, did and- you have anything you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, the rest of E3 isn't as boring, and hopefully, it's kind of exciting and not you know just you know disappointing yeah thank you (laughs) jacob dem and nathan into the present box you go all wrapped up listen before i put myself in the box too we have nervous nellies that's coming up it's an electronica show wow electronica video games that's kind of electrical that's kind of the same stuff and to play you out is home from undertale it's a cover by adriana figura And you're listening to Player One on Sim.